0: The following message is brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. To learn more about the Ezra Institute's mission to advance the Lordship of Christ, please visit
1: www. Most irresponsible, disgusting pig alive
2: in the world. Shut up for a second, please. We're in a cultural war. a Cultural war. M-L talking to me like that i
1: resent the fact that your
0: implication that only you are an idiot
1: the culture war is back. Back, 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 back all right the culture war is back it's back on the rails tuesday mornings at this time we get into matters that deal with our culture and uh, how they impact our lives and uh, going forward what policies should we adopt which should we quash and uh, that's where the debate really uh gets down to uh, the short strokes. Scott Masson is the associate prof at uh, Tyndall University College here in Toronto, and he's back on the Oakley Show. Good morning, Scott. Morning, John. And uh, Justin Trotje is a spokesperson for the Canadian Secular Alliance. Good morning to you, Justin. Good morning to both of you. You know, uh, this is an issue that's uh, been brought up here on uh, more than one occasion, and uh, it's not going away anytime soon. In fact, it was just given added currency, or uh, the story's been advanced. I'm talking about gay-straight alliances in Catholic schools. And the issue seems to revolve around the fact that Catholic school funding in Ontario is also uh, in part funded by the taxpayers. Uh, now, uh, it's a covenant that goes back to 1867 and when this country came into being, so it's uh, enshrined in the Constitution, <coughs> and that's uh, it's been challenged, and uh, there have been some other challenges that are still in the wings uh, about this funding formula. However, however, it's uh, in a secular world, Justin, perhaps that uh, you advocate for and uh, you've embraced... Uh, gay-straight alliances are uh, widely promoted in schools, but Catholic school fields and their leaders, and uh, this includes pro-family activists and parents, as well as the trustees now. The trustees here in Toronto came out with a, a report in Ontario uh, late last week that says GSAs, or gay-straight alliances, are not acceptable in Catholic schools. And they believe they've reached a the compromise that everybody can live with. It's called Respecting Differences Clubs, Respecting Differences that are intended for high school students concerned about bullying, uh, which is related to, amongst other things, racism, gender, disability, and sexual orientation or gender identity. So it's not specific to just uh, gay, straight, but uh, and don't invoke that name. Is there anything to a name? Is it just a, a different way of stating uh, this is against bullying and it's all about promoting you know, the well-being of, of the young students, respecting differences? Is that okay to do? Is the, Have the Catholic trustees come up with a, a viable compromise here?
2: Well, the, qu- the real question is whether there even is need for a compromise. I mean, that, that, in, that idea that there should be a compromise is based on the idea that both sides have some legitimate grievance. I don't see what grievance the Catholic trustees have. And while I don't want to dwell on the, the publicly funded aspect, it really is important to get across the fact that a lot of people think their, their Catholic property, tax, the property taxes of Catholics pay for the schools. In fact, only 6% of the funding for Catholic schools comes from... Uh, rate payers. The other ninety four percent presumably comes from other kinds of government programs. So it's a fact. I'm sorry that uh, non Catholics are certainly funding uh, Catholic schools, and I think that's an important point because that's why folks like me and others who aren't Catholic still have an interest in what's actually happening in those schools. So I don't think this is an appropriate compromise. If indeed there is such a thing as as a need for a compromise, they 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 say that as part of the. The requirements. There needs to be a chaplain at these meetings. That these meetings uh, can't uh, can't support uh, the, the, the homosexual practices or lifestyles or anything like that. Uh, that they must be, remain faithful to Catholic teaching. Well, they don't they want
1: activism and advocacy. That's what they're saying. Yeah, it's not right. a place for activism and advocacy. And also, they believe. In a peer group uh, pressure situation, let's say uh, there's, I don't know, a dozen kids in the Gay-Straight Alliance, maybe 15, 20, whatever, and if somebody is, you know, maybe a little bit uh, questioning, they might pressure and uh, start, you know, I don't know how it exactly would work, but influencing decisions (coughs) when it comes to gender identity and sexual preference. Let me turn to Scott Masson. As, uh, you know, uh, our friend Justin has pointed out, uh, it's not a a compromise, and uh, I guess you're saying, if I'm not misrepresenting you, uh, the words do matter, Gay-Straight Alliances are pretty Absolutely. emphatic.
2: I don't know how you can accept gay students by telling them, sure, you can have a group as long as you don't use that word gay, that they're insisting is so important to combat un- the, the idea that gays are, un- are not acceptable in our society. In Catholic schools, uh, that's the real point.
1: Respecting differences is the club name uh, that the Catholic trustees can live with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Masson, is that an appropriate compromise here? Well, I think it is.
0: The issue is not uh, whether the at least at least the government's policy is not that we should promote a gay lifestyle. At least its policy is it's to oppose bullying. Bullying is a broader issue. It's an issue of treating people fair, fairly, and equitably. And the policy actually uh, permits gay straight alliance clubs to adopt any name. But the minister of education insists that in accordance with the bill, that broader equity uh, groups cannot be formed, and, and that clubs like gay street alliances must be issue-specific. So it actually reveals that the policy may actually have the intent that Justin thinks that it does, which is to promote the very thing that uh, people are up in arms about. So everyone, I think, is on board with the aim to discourage bullying. I've not heard anyone th- say anything to the contrary. Um, but my concerns and the concerns that are being expressed by the, the Catholic School Board on this... Uh, are that something other than a concern for bullying is at hand here? And that is the issue.
2: Let's talk about the idea that there's a group pushing a special agenda, because I think there is, and, but I don't think it's the gay, it's the gay lobby. What the actual McGuinty government legislation says is that when asked by students, not by some outside gay community group, when asked by students for permission to set up a gay-straight alliance, is students be allowed to establish and lead organizations with the name Gay-Straight Alliance. OK, so the idea is if you have a group of students voluntarily self-organizing, wanting to form a group on gay issues, they'd be allowed to do that. Now, why is this an issue? If you had a group of students who wanted to form uh, an organization to deal with uh, hate because of uh, because of, of being overweight, for example, I don't think the Catholic system would have a problem with that or a group to, to uh, get together to discuss uh, any other kind of human rights issue. Those who are making this an issue are, are not the gay students. They're just trying to create a group as they're allowed to do by the legislation. It's the Catholic trustees. And by the way, it's not the Catholic teachers. Nobody's it's not the is... educators. They have no problem with this. The Catholic Teachers <clears throat> Association has true. no problem with this. That's not true. It's the true trustees either. and the, the bishops who are, I would say, out of touch with the students who are the ones who are stopping this from happening.
1: Well, the trustees are also saying that uh, Catholic teaching is not compatible with gay lifestyle, and therefore you can't invoke, uh, even, I guess, it's suggestive that this would promote the gay lifestyle. And that's where uh, there's a breakdown. There's this irreconcilable point, and that's why they're saying the best we can do for you is respecting differences. Call the clubs respecting differences. Right, and that's
0: the broader and bigger issue. If the issue really is about bullying, then the issue is one of character education. That's what it's about. It's about character formation. In that case, it's not just respect for LGBT students. It's uh, it's everyone should be treated equitably and fairly. So a compromise that speaks about respecting differences is one that should uh, include uh, not just that group, but all groups. And I think that's what Canadians broadly stand for. And so, Justin, I don't agree with you here. And, and character formation cannot be uh, severed from from morality, and it brings broader questions in this. So, uh, Catholic view of morality, which is actually not just the Catholic view, but most people's view, which is that uh, a marital uh, union, and I'm talking cross-culturally, is the ideal relationship for sexual activity to take place. This is at odds with that. Therefore, it shouldn't be advocated for and promoted in an educational setting. It's inappropriate to education. That is the point. And, and I think the difficulty with these is we're we're bringing social uh, activism into the schools. It has no place there. That is not the place. I speak as an educator. It's 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 creeping in everywhere, and our educational establishments are losing their so credibility precisely for any, that reason. Any
2: student group organizing, on I think, acti- acti- any kind of activism. I think issue.
0: activism at that level
2: is
1: inappropriate. What, what about the
2: pro-life groups that the Catholic schools create? That they bus in during school time students <coughs> to attend pro-life conferences, Pro life rallies every year in front of in front of uh, various legislatures, including the, the parliament. Is that kind of activism okay in a, in a pub, publicly funded school?
0: Well, apparently not because you and uh, people of your mindset have banned them off university campuses. No, no, no. So let's I, stick I to the issue here. Every that year, is the but, issue. no.
2: We're talking, not talking about universities. We're talking about, you just said <laughs> publicly funded schools yeah, yeah, should exactly. not be Public engaging in are activism. Are universities. Let's compare the difference. I'll tell you what it is. You have students voluntarily organizing into a club that's being banned. The other one. Is you have teachers and principals telling students that they have to come to a pro-life rally. The difference, okay, why the dif- is one why is the one allowed that's actually being mandated by the school, but the other one that's a bunch of students voluntarily self-organizing? I'll answer you, you on the difference un- between a high school and a university.
0: And a university, we have people who are considered adults and are therefore able to adopt whatever stance they want on social activists issues. At the age of high school they're under their parents uh, uh, roof and they live under the morality of the parents and they're not in a position to make those decisions. But, so but their principals
2: are in a position to mandate that they attend pro-life activism Actually rallies. the
0: family is the one that determines these things and that's why they're sending their children to, to Catholic schools. They're
2: not forced to send them there. Scott, you haven't addressed my question. You, you just said earlier that it, it is out of bounds in a public, in a public school system. I didn't say to, it was out of bounds, I said it
0: was was inappropriate. it was
2: inappropriate to have activism within a school right I think it's inappropriate but but pro-life rallies that are actually run by Catholic primary and high schools where they actually bus students to engage on pro-life activism that's off what?
0: that's off campus anyway and they're not compelled
2: to do that and you are <laughs> absolutely you... compelled they do it during school hours No they don't. Okay. Well, well all right, they do. We're so, at an so, uh, impasse I here. I, I mean, you,
1: you're trying to make the point that uh, he's being hypocritical in or selective in his condemnation. Well, well, well i don't the Scott other.
2: here. I think this, the system is hypocritical. The idea that and it's it's not Scott. It's it's the actual words from from the the Catholic trustees in the so-called compromise. We're not going to have activism and advocacy in a public school except. When it, when it conforms to Catholic dogma. Sorry, but that's, that is hypocrisy. No,
0: well, it's not hypocrisy. The question is, who, who determines what we believe? We, the family determines it. The church determines the, for, for families what they believe. The pro-life issue is one that is in accordance with it. Therefore, they can act in that way. This is at odds with it. Therefore, they don't encourage it. I don't see what the problem is. They are on board with the bullying issue. All right,
1: I respect your differences. The question is, what's in a name? Respecting differences clubs uh, instead of Gay Straight Alliance clubs in the catholic schools for the kids who choose to uh, want to attend or belong now that's the question that's on the table and respecting differences of what the catholic trustees have come up with is that adequate all right it's the oakley show tuesday mornings at this time we'll get into the culture war debating matters that deal with our culture our society and uh whether or not you favor certain policies over others, get it said, your chance to join the discussion this morning with Scott Masson, the associate professor at Tyndall University College in Toronto, and Justin trache, spokesperson for the Canadian Secular Alliance. It's the latest. It's advanced the story on the Gay Straight Alliance and Braulio with the Catholic schools in Ontario. And uh, some say there's an agenda or it's activism inserting itself into our school system uh, and specifically the Catholic system where... Uh, the belief system or dogma doesn't allow for the homosexual lifestyle. And uh, certainly they don't want to promote it, but believe, the trustees do anyway, that uh, gay-straight alliances might spell uh, a certain form of activism. And uh, so now they've got this document that came out late last week, sent it on to the province saying, we've reached a compromise. Uh, We believe respecting differences clubs rather than gay-straight alliance clubs is a better way, that's a better nomenclature. In other words, uh, it's about anti-bullying rather than delving into or dealing specifically with sexual orientation and gender identity. Mm-hmm. They go on to say that these uh, clubs may not be used for activism, protest, or advocacy of anything that is not in accord with the Catholic faith foundation of the school, mm-hmm. and that anyone from the outside who's not Catholic must be respectful of Catholic teaching. So is uh, that too uh, too much of an imposition? <coughs> is it about, uh, are they right in saying respecting differences uh, really is the broader rubric under which anti-bullying would fall. Uh, so let's get some thoughts on this, gentleman. Mitch in Mississauga, we'll start with you. Good morning.
0: Yeah, I think that you're framing it wrong by saying you shouldn't be activism. I went to a private Jewish school. We had activism going to rallies and stuff, but we were private. And that's right. the same thing here. You cannot tell the Catholic Church that they should support something that's against one of the tenets of the faith. If we as Canadians are uncomfortable with that, then we should stop funding them. But to turn to them and say, you have to support homosexuality, which is against their tenets of their faith, that's just sort of ridiculous. We're trying to fit a square into
2: a circle it doesn't
1: make any sense. Well, there's no, a, something more insidious is being suggested. It's correct. an attempt to undermine the Catholic faith. Just,
2: right. Justin, how do you respond? So, so, well, the, 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 the the caller has a good point. If we don't like it, we should defund them. And I've been calling for that for many years. Because the problem is as soon as you publicly fund an institution, it becomes a part of the public domain. And the public domain is bound by the charter. The charter has certain protections for equality and non-discrimination. And it's including quite, religion, it's quite, sim- it's quite simple.
0: <laughs> we started off with that. Well, then
2: let's talk about how that charter is being violated by picking one favored religion and only funding their school system we can talk about that too. The point is if you're going to have a school system that's bound by the charter, then you actually have to follow the charter and this is and the charter also talks about freedom of assembly and that means that citizens, including children or in this case teenagers, have the right to voluntarily get together into groups Okay Justin and, if you want and to that talk about be prohibited
0: pu- The purpose of public education the purpose of public education is first of all to educate and secondly to promote the public good. The concern here is about bullying bullying is a character issue character. Is- is connected with morality. Morality needs to further the public good. Um, no public good that doesn't promote life and uh, the flourishing of human community in perpetuity can be considered to be part of the public good. Therefore, gay-straight alliances cannot be a part of the public good the, the because public, they're promoting an anti-life position, ultimately. Well, let's, so let's talk, a,
2: about, let's talk about the public good. A majority of Canadians support that sex has, marriage. That the doesn't matter. Of, That's of irrelevant. Support it's support using condoms, okay? I,
0: that, I, an appeal to <laughs> statistics to make a moral argument is to show that you have a moral argument. But you haven't made any argument. argument.
2: You've just stated by fiat that these th- that that what the Catholic schools teach is in the public good and anything that contradicts that is not. I just not. said
0: that the public good must be to promote life and the goodness of life and any alliance of sexual orientation that does not and cannot tend to that direction cannot promote the public good by definition th- that because is, it does sorry, not that is further narr- life. That
2: is your fairly narrow minded opinion. Well, what I'm saying, uh, the, the good uh, aside as
0: from term, ad hominems, where is your objection?
2: Well, I, I gave it, and, and it wasn't good. That enough I was narrow minded. Uh, yes, that refer- was your, that no, was your opinion. I, I'm referring to the public good as given by a majority of Canadians. That is what, not what the public they support. Good. What they the, thinks is the public good, right. Including sexual education for children to combat. All sorts of things like prevalence of STD, bullying. So,
0: Justin, in Nazi Germany, when the majority were in favor of what was going on, was good? Were good things happening because the majority were in
1: favor of
2: it? <sighs> That's ridiculous.
1: All right, well, well, the argument is, I guess, the majority, if we had that, we would have still had uh, capital punishment, or it would have been reinstated, because that would have been the majority will, and yet uh, somebody else made a call uh, that said that's inappropriate. Uh, By by the way, I'm curious, Justin, just, uh, there's a story as well, where a Toronto woman has filed a lawsuit against the Ontario government. She wants to turn back the clock on funding for the Catholic school system, and believes that she's got legal grounds to stand on, uh, while she acknowledges that the 1867 Canada Act, or BNA Act, that got uh, subsequent turned into the Canada Act, uh, the Catholics should not get one penny more than they were entitled to in 1867. That's a form of defunding, as it were. Would you support her initiative?
2: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I interviewed her this weekend uh, for a little project that I run called Think Again TV. Her name's Reva Lando. She's a, a non-practicing retired lawyer, is my understanding. Um, she's the one who, through a freedom of information request, discovered just how low the levels of funding are. For Catholic schools from Catholic ratepayers, that it really is only six percent. So it's it's as I said earlier, uh, it's a fact that that non-Catholics fund to a large extent uh, Catholic education. Um, she, she, I think she's a very courageous woman. I think she has the right idea. Obviously, I think a, a simple constitutional uh, amendment, which can be done just by the province of Ontario, <laughs> does not require every province to sign up, just what Quebec did to uh, to end uh, public funding of Catholic schools. I think that's the right route. That's the that's a political uh, project. She's looking at it from a legal perspective. I'm I, I in support favor what of defunding
0: doing. all public schools myself and going to a charter system where, where the family determines where their child is going to go in the education. Uh, uh, funding goes that way because quite frankly, and this is uh, uh, recognized both in Canadian and international law, it is the right of parents to determine the education of their children. Let's go with your argument and let's go the whole way. Let's let parents determine the right of their education by sending them to schools with the values that they believe in and think are going to flourish in the public good. And let's see which schools will flourish and which won't
1: well, absolutely would you have supported then uh when uh, john tory was running with the conservatives uh he was supporting funding for all these v- different faith-based groups do you think that was the right initiative for i didn't it?
0: like the way that he phrased it uh-huh. but i i didn't uh i didn't have I, I would have liked to have heard more i
1: think the, the policy needed to be crafted so uh, the kid carefully. follows the money Absolutely. All right. And uh, that seems so um, so much anathema to the Ontario voter. I was kind of curious because if that's really the best model, how come so many people resisted that and they lost the election? Because they well, were because afraid of the Ontario, Islam, quite
2: frankly. Well, no, because, well, uh, yes, actually, that probably was a big part of it, I have to I have to admit. But I also think that a lot of reasonable voters looked at experiments of that sort. For example, Newfoundland that tried publicly funding charter like seven or eight flourishing
0: religious, in the religious UK charter and in schools. The US and they right went now.
2: bankrupt. They couldn't afford it. It didn't make any sense. It segregated children and they rolled it back and now Newfoundland, like Quebec, like Manitoba and other provinces that once experimented with publicly funded religious schools only fund secular schools. So the experiment's been tried it's <laughs>
0: They only fund fun secular schools, yeah. So again, it shows my point that secular schools are biased against religious groups and the and the public good, which you claim that they bad. further are against the they actually against teach the world religion of classes in
2: secular schools, where they don't very do very much to talk how about. How can other you teach a how can you teach a
0: religious perspective from an anti uh, an anti religious perspective and well, do it any justice? It's your bias to
2: equate secularism with with anti religion or anti theism. I, I don't believe that that necessarily one implies the other.
1: Hey guys, hang on a second. I'm going to extend the segment because this idea of uh, we started off on uh, whether or not there is something to a name. The Gay-Straight Alliances, uh, that doesn't fly for the Catholic trustees in Ontario and they came forward with a paper last week respecting differences clubs instead to combat bullying. Respecting differences. Does it matter? The name does matter to Justin Troche. He thinks that's denying that there are gay issues within the Catholic school system and uh, to Scott Masson's point, the prerogative of the parents and uh, the educators and the trustees uh, says respecting differences is the best compromise to effect what say you, and we've also got another issue of a Canadian Human Rights Museum out in Winnipeg that the Ontario government sees fit to fund as well. Is that appropriate? All right, let's get back into. You know, we've extended this segment because invariably there's so much to talk about when it comes to uh, matters that we file under the heading of Culture War, and Scott Masson, the Associate Professor at Tyndall University College in Toronto, here this morning, along with Justin Trottier, spokesperson for the Canadian Secular Alliance, and we're talking about Gay-straight alliances in a lot of schools, but the Catholic school system in Ontario won't allow for it. The trustees came out with a report late last week that says we've got to compromise. We're going to call it something else, respecting differences clubs, dealing with bullying. And uh, some folks are not happy with that, including Justin. He believes there is some importance vested in a name. And uh, some on the other side of the ledger, like Scott Masson, believe this signals activism. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's uh, inserting itself into uh, a realm that doesn't... uh, really want to be bothered and doesn't uh, accept that as part of its doctrine and dogma. Now, here's something else that's uh, slightly uh, off the um, the Catholic issue. It's uh, the children's organization, the Girl Guides of Canada. The Girl Guides of Canada have been presented with a similar issue. Hmm. They've been asked, and now they're seeking medical and legal opinion on this, whether or not they should allow transgender girls. This, these are children who were born male but identify as girls into their troops. It's a matter of gender identity. Scott Masson, how do you think this one's going to play out? Oh, gosh, who knows how it's going to play out. <laughs> That's going to be my answer, too. <laughs> or, 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 or I guess or, maybe the better question is, do you see this likewise to the Catholic story? Uh, do you suspect there's... Uh, gay activism that's running rampant here now taking uh, or inserting itself into the Girl Guides of Canada,
0: well, John, I mean we talked about this in the break as well there's There's a difference uh, recognized between sex and gender in the academy, and it's become uh, very, very uh, important in the ac- academy these days and gender is basically how you understand, as you put it, your own sexual identity. but uh, in our day and age, because of the view of language that we we the words that we use to describe ourselves are actually the reality. There's an attempt to control language on these things. And so if somebody says that they're a girl, that means that they actually are a girl. And you can ignore the sex. This is their gender identity. And gender trumps sex. And this is the part of the confusion, I think, which uh, which uh, many are, are talking about, which they don't want their children related to, and I don't think is beneficial to the children. So I do think there's activism here. But um, uh, uh, above all, I think there is muddled thinking on this because of this gender-sex divide, which is now creating all sorts of problems. So what I'm most concerned about is equity policies that are actually pushing a discriminatory, issue-specific uh, agenda, whether it's gay or transsexual, whatever. It's very clear, it's very specific, and it's done in the name of equity. And it, it will not allow for a broader uh, uh, and more tolerant uh uh, naming, for instance, you know, respecting differences. Oh, we can't have to. Have we can't have that. It has to be very specific on this. Well, it shows the agenda there but again. N-
2: no, nobody's opposing the idea of having broad purpose equity groups. No, They're exactly. Nobody's that opposing obje- That's ob- right. Nobody is. Nobody's opposing <laughs> that. But by the same to well, to, to, because there are issues beyond gay rights to, to talk about. Right, nobody but nobody can nobody's deny that. About but, them. But, That's uh, the point. but on the other hand, why would you deny, in addition to that, having a group for students who only? want to focus their attention because of what's going on in their personal lives on, on gay issues. Well, go back to, go back you, to the Girl Guides it, thing. It, it's, it's a question of who's opposing what and why.
1: All right, well, yeah, Scott, uh, I did want to actually get uh, a little more uh, information on this Girl Guides initiative. Girl Guides of Canada, traditionally, we've seen it as, you know, these are the girls who come by the door and hand out the cookies. Now, uh, we're told that any... Young boy, or might have been the sex would be male, but right. uh, identifies as a girl, believes that he is a girl, and that's his gender identity. Uh, should be allowed to consort with and join the Girl Guides of Canada. Justin, do you believe that should be so?
2: I don't have a problem with that. I, I think the the issue of the distinction between uh, biological sex and gender is an, is an important one to have. And gender, um, Trump, sex, in your view, that's the point. But but to me, what what I find more um, debatable is, is whether it makes sense to, to have these programs that segregate people by gender or sex or what have you. Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't really to be honest, see the value in Boy Scouts and Girl Guides that that rarely interact, do their own thing. I think in some sense, maybe even reinforce gender or sexual stereotypes. <laughs> I know this is beyond the scope of this conversation, but I think that's another question to ask too. However you want to distinguish sex and gender, leave that to the side for a second and ask yourself... I thought Girl Guides sold
0: cookies and, and got bad and there are all sorts things of things in that, that, that they are they're not enforcing depth, Gender do. identity. They're doing things with other girls.
2: Well, the girls cook, like and they to bake, do. and then the boys they, the they girls do all sorts of cookies manly cookies anyone, things. <laughs> I, I, I just questioned whether it would make whether we couldn't address this issue by also bringing groups of seg- once segregated. You want to break down the barriers together. between genders. Yeah, I want to break down barriers and in, even in between general. sexes. Basically. Actually, you don't want
0: to break down the barriers. You want to uh, eradicate all differences, but then again, it crashes. I want in... to give
2: people all options. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you want to talk about morality and you want to eradicate the difference between uh, the male and the female sex. You want to create a unisex. Is that is that the ideal here? <laughs> That we, we should that have that no ge- a unisex. But that's
2: yeah, it's your idea. I, don't, right, I, I a didn't unisex, say that. So what you're saying sterilized- is little boys
1: uh, can uh, become members of the Girl Guides if their gender identity is that they're girls. And conversely, uh, girls who are, for want of a better term, uh, might be uh, called tomboys, want to join the Boy Scouts. Yeah. should well, be what I'm proposing
2: that. is, I guess, a little bit more radical than, than, than the conversation started on. I'm saying if, if a boy considers himself a boy, but is interested in the kinds of activities girl guides do, why can't he be a part of the girl guides? And conversely, if a girl considers herself a girl, I mean, why is that the important thing, whether she considers herself a girl or not? What if she's in, just interested in Boy Scouts activities? Why are we keeping her out of Boy Scouts? Now, obviously, there are issues... So all um, bets are off. With, I mean, the, the there are the no st- delineations. Structure the, no structure, yeah, ideally, no delineation. there, there would be no, no barriers. Let's see
1: what the folks say. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back. One more segment on this. I mean, the Girl Guides of Canada now have been petitioned to allow for uh, young young boys who believe they're girls to join their ranks. Should they allow that? Yes or no? Scott Masson uh, is saying no and uh, believes there's a lot of underpinnings of morality and the foundational principles of our society and civilization that rest on these things. And, of course, uh, in a more progressive light, Justin Troche believes breaking down the barriers will serve us better as a society or culture. All right, back into the culture war, and uh, thank you for your patience on the line. So the Girl Guide's been asked... To allow for little boys who believe they're girls, it's their gender identity, and uh, that's different than their sex, as we understand. And Mm. uh, it's been pointed out by Scott Masson here this morning. uh, Is this something the Girl Guide should entertain and allow for these boys who identify as girls and, conversely, girls who identify as boys to be allowed into uh, these clubs that uh, seemingly, while their sex uh, says they belong to the other group but uh, you get what it, it's a, a little bit confusing and conflicting but it's the times in which we find ourselves which is why it surfaced on the culture war so mm. let's go to the phone lines and Bruce and Vaughn will start with you what do you say
2: morning John uh, I had to call
1: this morning and listen to you for years you're the best uh, but I can't I can't take any more of this this gay crap this wait a minute what do you mean by this no listen to me listen to me we all I hear about is is uh, gay this gray straight alliances or Listen, if we spend half as much time talking about uh, what our kids were learning in the three hours, we'd have the smartest kids on the planet. Mm. 95% of the people that are listening
2: don't give a crap about this stuff. Yes, they do. They, you know, they're the ones prohibiting the groups from forming. Say, that, what, that's that's the that's problem it. is they give a crap about this stuff.
1: Listen, this, our, 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 our kids are boys and girls, mm-hmm. okay? Don't try and go and tell us that they're... That there are six different genders. Right. Nothing but BS and nonsense. And anybody but that believes that should be locked up. Mm-hmm. Well, they should be kept from your children, certainly. All right, well, you guys had an interesting discussion off the air, and I guess I'd like to bring it to mind here as well to uh, advance it rather than just you know uh, the ad hominem flying back. When you were saying uh, earlier that, Scott, you were saying that if you start to uh, go down this road of breaking down the barriers, as Justin is saying, Mm -hmm. uh, as part of a a progressive agenda that supposedly would make for a better society, and if boys want to do girls' things, they should be allowed into girls' clubs, and let's just break down those barriers. You're saying ultimately that will lead to breaking down the barrier that we've got sort of it's implicit in society uh, adult between adults and children well why wouldn't it where would the border be i mean there is a traditionally understood boundary
0: between child and adult um, if all boundaries are better uh, uh, negotiated and moved what would stop that and i and what i uh, cited in in the break was that in the in the u.s there are now academic conferences which are trying to uh, de-stigmatize pedophilia, and uh, and I didn't want to push uh, Justin into uh, advocating for that position. But my point is, if you don't recognize uh, in in the, a cultural boundary. Uh, or a natural boundary between child and adult, or male and female, and you want to blur that, and you think there's some good out of it, where do you draw the line, and who is going to determine that? I mean, if nature itself will not determine that for you, and you won't say, that's a boy, that's a girl, and they should be able to construct their own identity, where does that stop? And you say that it's good, uh, what is your criteria for the good? And again, I said... Uh, earlier on that it doesn't promote life and it can't promote life because there's no life can be furthered by uh, gay uh, sexual relationships. So how can you even speak of it as the good when life cannot result from it? Well, so I think it, there's it's just I guess the, good the, means the idea, I like it. That's
2: it. Let, let's talk about <laughs> nature for a second. There was a, a boy who was born uh, a few months ago with the, the dead fetus of his twin lodged yeah. inside his belly. Wow these things happen this is part of nature you want Very to make an rare. argument from nature i mean g- good luck to you the, the point the and also the idea that you would equate my wanting to break down stereotypes to give options to boys and girls who may identify as boy or girl but it, are interested in activities traditionally un- by stereotypical thinking at least dominated by the the, the opposite gender with with breaking down adult child boundaries without pedophilia it, 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 it it's just it's just ridiculous i'm not even sure that i need that i need to ad- address that where would you draw the line how about where, where physical or, or emotional or sexual or any other kind of harm is going to take place right that well would, then that's that, the question that, let what, me finish. that line would clearly distance any legislation from ever touching the the adult child boundary but, but, but the point went,
0: here is the academic conferences are saying precisely that, that no harm is done. The
1: child uh, 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 enjoys this and encourages it. And you're talking deep, about the North American Man-Boy Love Association, yeah, Nambla, NAMBLA. Yeah, Yow. things like that. Let yeah. me grab some calls. Nick, you've been waiting. Thanks for it. What do you make on the Girl Guides? Should they uh, allow for boys who believe they're girls to uh, join their ranks?
0: L- listen, you know what? Leave the Girl Guides and, 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 and
1: the boys. Leave them alone. You know, Justin wants to create a, a genderless camp. Go right ahead, Justin. Sure. We really don't care. What bothers me is, is, is this. Is this forced concept upon other groups to say no, you have to change in the name you of are, diversity? <laughs> and that and that's so irritating. Just like this 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 club in the Catholic schools, I'm so happy that the Catholic Board has decided to just call it a a, a, a club instead of you know a, a gay rights club. Well, you know it's what? respecting differences versus a gay straight alliance. So you believe that that's a better compromise. Exactly. Look, you know what? We teach our children to be tolerable, but that doesn't necessarily mean I have to teach my kids, uh, uh, to say that, that this is, this is an approved behavior or this, I, I don't know. But let's to. say, let's just say, Nick, should one of your children, uh, come to you and say, dad, listen, I think I'm conflicted about my identity and, uh, I may be gay, uh, or I'd like to be able to join a group at the school, what would you say then? Well, in that case, what am I going to do? I have to support my child. All right. I appreciate your points. Let me move on. Corrado's next, Oakley Show. What do you got, Corrado? How you doing, John? Good, thanks. So uh, right now I'm driving a pickup truck, right? Yep. And uh, because in my mind I think it's a Ferrari, I'm going to go sell it tomorrow as a value of a Ferrari. <laughs> All right. You're saying you're having a, a conflicted identity <laughs> about your automobile. Is yeah, it red?
2: Exactly.
1: No, no. It's a, it's a you know, rare white Ferrari. Oh, okay. All it, right. Like This doesn't make any sense. If they want to start a group that can allow everyone to be in there, start a group then. All right. Uh, so his point, I mean, we can't use the analogy of the car because uh, the kids are sentient beings. So to your point. Well, all right, Justin, I guess what I'm saying is um, kids can uh, have their ideas about things, but should we accommodate those ideas?
2: Well, I'm just flabbergasted by how many people call in and take time out of their day to tell us how this doesn't matter at all to them. And, 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 you know, uh, we're the ones pushing the agenda and, and, and there's no, there's no real opposition. Um, uh, and, or there wouldn't be any opposition if it wasn't for this, this proactive gay agenda. Meanwhile, you have all these people signing petitions, coming to meetings, lining up around the block to voice their opposition uh, to a bunch of students getting together, wanting to start a student club. Students get together all the time to start all sorts of clubs. And this is never an issue. So if it's not an issue, stop making it an issue. Just let these students do what they have want to do. Have you ever heard
0: of a government mandated social club
2: in high schools in your life? Yes, when there are public institutions name ba- one, then. breaking the charter and banning name one. clubs. Name that, a government what,
0: mandated social club
2: in high school. N- name another club that students at Catholic schools have tried to start that was banned and that needed, uh, that needed name the government to come in government government and protect their charter rights. Club.
0: Well, I cannot could, think of one. It's Why is the government. In the name of education, po- pushing a social agenda, that's they're the They're not pushing question. an agenda.
2: They're, they're, they're insisting that a club that's been banned be allowed to take place in a school b- because it's protected by the charter. No, if it wasn't right, banned, it wouldn't have to have been put into the legislation. <sighs> All right, let's go well, to Jeff and Markham on the Girl Guide question.
1: What do you make of the Girl Guides? Should they accommodate little boys who believe or their gender identity is that they're girls? Jeff, should they open up the doors? Morning, gentlemen. I don't think they should. Um, I don't see why <clears throat> Excuse me. Why the Girl Guides and Beavers and Boy Scouts can't go back and maybe look at their agenda and say, okay, maybe we can change some activities so that it's equal. But you got to keep these genders at this age separated to a certain extent. And my reason for saying this is as these kids grow up in our society, what's to say that these young boys then can't play for women's team canada hockey or women's curling what's the difference at that age why are we doing it to them at such a young age and then as we get older we segregate all right well that sort of gets into the area of uh that's a good question you've seen that when you've had guys suing so that they could be a Hooters waitress, for example. Exactly. Sure. Why not? So you're saying (laughs) we're leading into this uh, whole frontier of uh, all bets are off and however you identify, that's going to have to be accommodated. That's the absurd outcome that
0: this position leads to. Well, there there
2: obviously could be standards, say in sports, there could be physical standards that both men and women could compete for. If you can throw a ball far enough, then whether you're a man or a woman shouldn't matter. Well, in professional sports,
0: that is the case, actually. If you're a woman, you were good enough, you'd be able to play, I'm sure.
1: All right, uh, well, that's going to end it for that, and uh, we'll come back, make a hockey winner. I want to thank the panel this morning, apologize to those we didn't get to. Pretty interesting debate on something that's coming down the pipe, and uh, we'll see what the Girl Guides of Canada do. Scott Masson, associate professor at Tyndale University College in Toronto, and Justin Trache, spokesperson for the Canadian Secular Alliance.
0: Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. Please feel free to share it with friends, but do not charge for or alter the material in any way without the express written consent of the EICC. Thank you.